Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, and normally I'm making these videos to try to show you guys how your mental health and physical health come together to create your overall sense of well-being. However, today I'm making a video about seven keto questions. I got tagged in these questions by Colorful Keto Dory. So I thought I would go through them with you guys and just give you a little bit more information about Violet. Obviously the way that I answer these questions will give you some insight about the way that I live my keto life and that's gonna maybe possibly help you to make some decisions about the things that you're going to do. Okay, so the first question on the list is, is how long have you been keto? I actually started keto April uh, 2018. I think it was April 20th, 2018. And that was after a long, um, endeavor and trying to figure out where my inflammation was coming from so i had inflammation in my well i had pain in my hip which i eventually figured out was inflammation and so in my effort to solve that pain i decided to check to see well what causes inflammation and this is when i learned that the cause of inflammation is carbohydrates um, i therefore began to look for a diet that would be low in carbohydrates and i found the ketogenic diet so i've been doing keto since 2000 18 April 20th. So do I do net carb or total carb? I actually do net carb. So I started off doing keto net carb mostly because I didn't really click in that there was a difference. I took an app to track my um, my numbers. It was actually just I went into the app store the first one that I found. So it wasn't anything special about me using that particular app, but that app did net carb. Eventually I found Dr. Westman's site um, actually, eventually, I should say, really early on, I found Dr. Westman's site and he talked about total versus net. Um, and by the time that I found him, the pain in my hip had actually already started to resolve itself. So I didn't change what I was doing. So I'm still to this day doing net carb. Although with the low number of carbohydrates that I actually eat, I'm not even sure if that matters. So how much weight have I lost? When I started this journey, like I said, I was doing it for health reasons so like for the inflammation but i did know how much i weighed ish so i i can't say exactly the number because when i started i didn't actually weigh myself at the very beginning however like by the time i weighed myself until until i got to my goal um i actually ended up losing a total of 70 pounds so well I think it was 69 pounds actually, so 70-ish pounds. So, and I've been maintaining that um, ever since. So do I follow any keto channels? I actually do. I follow a lot of doctors that talk about the ketogenic lifestyle. So I follow Dr. Westman uh, on Adapt Your Life. I follow Dr. Sivas. That's a new um, find for me. I follow Dr. Barry, Ken Barry. I follow Dr. Berg. Actually, Dr. Berg, I think, was one of the first, him and Dr. Westman, one of the first that I found. I also follow, like, uh, Keto Savage, and I follow um, some other people, like, just regular people that just talk about their keto life, and uh, I'm trying to think of one right now, but um, I follow them less often. I think when they show up in my feed, if the title is interesting, I'll watch. So that's why I, probably why I can't think of anybody's name right now. But I do follow a lot of keto people. A, a regular person that I do follow is Goody Beats. Although he's, um, I would say a model maybe, or a fitness guy. Um, Jason Whitrock, another regular person that I follow. Again, fitness guy. 
Um, I think both of them have companies related to um, keto foods. How do your friends and family think about the way that you eat? So I would say that my friends probably have the hardest time with it only because I see them the least. So I spend a lot of time with my family and I spend a lot of time with my friends not around food so that when we are going to eat, it's kind of like they don't quite get, understand why I eat the way that I eat, but that's okay. I don't, I, we don't, I don't force them. They don't force me. So they're fine with it on some level. They just kind of don't care. Um, when it comes to my family, which whom I see more often, birthday parties, events, etc., my family totally accepts the way that I eat. Again, they don't all understand why I'm eating the way I'm eating. Although they've all seen the success I've had eating this way and of course wish me well. So I think the, the person that has the most difficulty with the way that I eat, so the most difficulty that it affects the most would be my mother because when I go there for family suppers, um, it has changed a little bit the way that she's cooking. Um, I still would say that my mom doesn't fully get why I eat the way that I eat. There's always a bunch of questions. <laughs> Oftentimes I'll probably eat just the meat and whatever vegetables that she's prepared and that's it. I don't really ask my mom to make many adjustments for me except to have some kind of meat that I could eat. But that's always been the case because as many of you might know I have thalassemia and so we've always had the the I can't eat red meat issue to deal with anyway. So it's not new for my mom. Um, this condition I've known about since I was in my 30s. Okay so the next question. Do you do cheat days? No I do not. And so that's an easy one for me. Um, first of all, I've, I've never been the person to diet and I don't see keto as a diet. So for me, I think it's always about, am I eating healthy? Yes or no. Uh, when I was doing the low fat diet, I thought I was eating healthy. I then came to learn that that wasn't healthy. So now I'm doing a keto diet. I'm doing the things that I know are healthy. So as far as I'm concerned, a cheat day that would include eating carbohydrates past 20 grams of carbs is not interesting to me because I know that will make me feel poorly. And so anything that's going to make me feel sick, I'm not going to do. That being said, do I ever eat fun foods? So yes, I do. And so if I know that I want to eat something that's going to be higher in carbs, and let's say that I know for sure that the thing I'm going to, like, let's say it's my birthday and I want to have some kind of keto treat or dessert. I'll actually just verify like how many carbs are in it. And then I'll plan my day around that so that I never actually go past 20 grams of carbs. However, and so that even means that if I can only eat a quarter of what it is I want to eat to stay under my 20 grams, I'll do that. I'd rather eat less of something than eat more carbs than my body can manage and then be in a bad situation. Unfortunately, I am that person that when I go over, like I do feel it right away. Maybe that's fortunately. I'm saying that in a weird way, but maybe that's fortunately because when I go over, I do feel it right away. And that has kept me in the position of trying to make sure that I always eat what I'm supposed to eat. And I try to make sure that, so I try to be healthy all the time, basically is what I'm saying. Do I track macros? When I began doing my ketogenic lifestyle, yes, I tracked carbohydrates. So that's the only macro I ever paid any attention to. So I did my entire life doing keto, only caring how many grams of carbs I'm eating. I knew how much uh, grams of fat I was supposed to be aiming at. I knew how much grams of protein I was supposed to be aiming at. But then when I actually started to eat a ketogenic lifestyle, what I noticed was that if I just ate to satiation, I ended up somewhere like my fat number never actually went to what it was quote unquote 
my max was. But I also understood that you're not supposed to be trying to eat your max fat if you're in a process of losing weight, which I mean, theoretically, I did know that I was heavier than I should have been. So I should have been hmm, but heavier than the doctor would say I was supposed to be. So when I did start doing the ketogenic lifestyle and I did focus on the fact that I was going to get healthy, the weight loss part of the story became part of what I was also doing just because I understood that eating this way would help me to lose the weight. So I never tried to hit that fat number. So the fact that I was always under it didn't bother me. I didn't try to hit a specific protein number because I just ate the same amount of protein that I was always eating. It turned out that it was less than what my number said it should have been. That wasn't a problem for me though, because it was the amount of protein I was used to eating. So like, for example, if I was eating chicken, I would eat the, the thigh and the drumstick, so the whole leg. If I was eating a pork chop, I'd eat about seven ounces. So it didn't actually matter to me because I was eating and I was satisfied. Today, um, I don't actually look at my macro numbers very often unless I'm eating something that I'm not used to eating because like, so I have to look in the program to see how many grams of carbs are in it because I don't eat it often, but I still don't bother with the, the fat number or the protein number. And as a matter of fact, the last few times that I've checked my protein number, it was higher because I'm much more likely to do carnivore style stuff now than I was in the past. So during my journey of losing the weight, I was eating mostly keto. Now I kind of vacillate back and forth between eating keto and eating carnivore. So I hope that answers the question. Um, do I ketify foods? Yes. Um, so it's an interesting one because I started off my keto journey wanting to replace everything that I was eating in my normal diet. So yes, I've ketified bread. I've ketified, uh, actually mostly bread and desserts. And I, of course, um, I used to make, um, pasta from zucchini. I would say those are the major things that I've ketified. Oh, and pizza. I've also ketified pizza. Um, what I've actually come to realize today is that although I know how to ketify foods, I very rarely do it. So the only time that I would ketify anything is if I was having some kind of occasion coming and I wanted to eat something special on that day. So some kind of dessert. Um, other than that, I'm very, very happy eating my supper, which is the only meal that I eat per day. Um, I don't know if there's a question about that coming up, but um, so... I'm very happy to eat that meal and I'm usually satisfied from that meal. And so therefore I don't ketify pretty much anything anymore unless there's an occasion. So what is my favorite keto food? Um, I don't know that my favorite keto food is actually a keto food. Actually my favorite food in general is pork. So I just love eating pork. Although that's, ah, okay. That's between eating pork and eating pizza. I love eating pizza as well. So that's probably one of the th thing, the few things I still ketify because I still eat pizza. Um, I actually follow, I told, I mentioned that I follow Keto Savage and on one of the episodes they had either, I think he was collabing with someone else and they showed how to make a keto pizza. Oh, Keto Connect, that's another channel that I watch. They showed how to make a completely meat pizza and that's um, the kind of ketified pizza that I make. I did try fathead dough. I did try cauliflower dough. Fathead dough I actually do like. I just find the carb count a little high. Cauliflower dough I don't really like so much. So that's why I go for the chicken. My greatest, so what, what was my greatest health benefit? My greatest health benefit was getting rid of the inflammation. So 
in the process of solving my hip issue, which was the right hip that was really killing me, in the process of solving that hip issue, I ended up solving the hip issue, um, back issues that I was having, knee issues. So it turns out that I was probably in the process of some kind of arthritic something starting to happen to me, which I was, I had always, I should say, from a very young age, so in my 20s, I had issues with my knees. Um, I assumed that it was because of all the sports that I do. And then later on, I ended up finding out that, uh, well, I ended up having back issues. So keto really did solve like all of my inflammation things. Um, to this day, like my my uh, neck issue, like so again, I had I had inflammation almost everywhere you could think about. It. I had tennis elbow, uh, the, the list goes on and on. So that's what I would say. I would say that it helped me to solve my inflammation issues. The secondary thing that it did was it helped me to get my weight um, at a more stable and a, a healthier weight. Do I have a guilty pleasure? Uh, no. When I read that question, I thought it was very interesting. I I if I take pleasure in something, I have no guilt about it. So like, for example, the days that I eat keto pizza or any days that I have carbs that are more towards a fun something than towards just regular fueling myself and, and building my body on those days when I choose to have a fun food, or if I choose to have some alcohol, for example, I'm actually making a conscious decision that I'm doing that. And so recognizing that, yes, that means that you're kind of possibly delaying the day that your body will be completely healed. But the flip side of that coin is that I do it so rarely that I have no problem with it. So for example, this past weekend was my nephew's birthday and I drank some alcohol actually and my nephew's birthday and we had um, an early Christmas party for people who, for the family that couldn't get together and to this two separate events. And I drank some alcohol and I was fine and I was fine with it cause I knew I was going to do it. And I'm, and I'm fine with it going forward because I know that I will have so many more days of me being healthy than being unhealthy that I absolutely will. Um, be able to get to the health um, goals that I have for myself. So no guilty pleasures here. Every time I decide to do something for fun, I know that I'm doing it. So the other question is, what will I do when I hit my weight goal? I'm assuming that's supposed to be weight goal. So what will I do when I hit my weight goal? Um, actually, I've already hit my weight goal. I've been in maintenance for about a year now. And I will do what I'm still doing, which is eat for maintenance. So that's what I currently do. I eat for maintenance. I'm always trying to make sure that I'm staying as healthy as possible. And the other thing that I have done on and off since I've reached my weight goal is try to work out more. So for me, a good workout is any kind of activity where I'm being physical that I'm strictly good at doing. And I've always been good at doing that. The where the place that I struggle is, um, trying to work out in a way that I get like use weights and you know, like in gym type workouts, I'm not great at that. I'm still working on it. It's not something that comes naturally to me to like lift weights, lift heavy things for no reason. But I mean, I see the reason obviously, but that's not something that comes naturally to me. So that's something else that I'd like to work on is being more consistent at working out with my weights. I put a complete gym in my home so I could do this and I, I don't do it. So, I mean, it's something that I do want to work on. What does your healthcare provider think about you doing keto? So in this moment, I'm between healthcare providers. So I really can't answer that question. 
I do know that when I go to the doctor, um, if I have to go, if anything happens, they go to the clinic or whatever, I probably wouldn't lead with I do keto. Um, very likely I would talk more about doing low carb and just trying to keep my sugars low if I had to talk about my health. One thing that I'm very conscious of is that if I would ever get sick or have to go to the hospital for any reason, then I would be much more uh, focused on being clear with them that my diet needs to remain my diet and making sure that they don't accidentally give me any IVs or anything that has a high sugar content because I know that that will just throw me into chaos. But I haven't had that situation up till this point and hopefully I won't have it anytime soon. And I am, con I am um, actively looking for a doctor at this point in time. So do I exercise on keto? And I just mentioned that that's the one thing I'm trying to do more of in terms of actual gym style exercises. But even before doing keto, I've always been that person who wanted to be active. So I would, I snowboard, I longboard, I ski, I cycle, I rollerblade, I scooter. Like I do a lot of activities because I understand that being physically healthy involves being strong and your body being strong. So. I feel like the one thing that I've been able to do in throughout my entire life has been being active. I think that's why it was such a shock to me when I realized that I had a hip issue that was actually going to stop me from being able to be active. So yes, I exercise on keto, um, not traditional exercise. I'm trying to add that. So what's my favorite keto meal to prepare? My favorite keto meal to prepare, so again, I don't really make specific keto meals, but my favorite keto meals, because I consider everything I eat keto to make, is actually anything that takes me less than a half an hour in the kitchen. So I love just making a piece of meat and some salad because I can get that done in like, you know, less than half an hour. Um, I tend to have avocado uh, at a lot of my meals, so I get some kind of spicy avocado mash is something else that I love to eat. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a meal per se that I love to make or prepare the most because I feel like what I do prepare very regularly is some kind of meat and a vegetable or some kind of meat and a salad. Um, and so because of that, my, my meals are very simple. I love keeping keto simple because then I can put my fun energy on doing things with people. So I really believe that if I'm going to have fun, I should be with people. And I really do believe that if I want to enjoy my life, it's about activities and being with people. That's where I put all of my time and energy into activities and being with people. Do I drink bulletproof coffee? So Bulletproof coffee is a very specific branded something that I've never tried. So I can't even say if I would like it or not. What I do drink is coffee with uh, fat in it. So if we're going to call that bulletproof coffee, I guess the answer is yes. My personal preference is um, a coffee with coconut oil and heavy cream and either. So then like... I kind of play with this third ingredient. So sometimes I'll put um, butter, sometimes I'll put ghee, sometimes I'll put um, some other kind of like cacao butter or something. So those are the three actually that I usually put. So I just like playing my, with my flavors and having it taste a little differently every once in a while. So that's what I would do. Um, sometimes I just have the coffee with heavy cream and that's it. Um, I very rarely do the coffee with um, 
just coconut oil so if I'm if I'm doing the coffee with coconut oil it'll probably be coconut oil and butter or coconut oil and ghee or coconut oil and cacao and I might leave off the uh, heavy cream if I don't feel like it so I kind of play with the flavors and just try to make it interesting for myself um, every once in a while I'll also put uh, cocoa powder in there but that's just like that's that's less and less often and the last question is do I intermittent fast and so actually the answer to that is yes. So I do, I do both. I do time-restricted eating, as I mentioned earlier, because I eat one meal a day. So that's time-restricted eating. And then I also do, do intermittent fasting. So for me, my intermittent fasts are weekly. I would do a 48-hour fast. And then the other thing that I do is every six months, I aim at not eating for a seven-day period. Um, I don't always make it to the seven days because, well, first of all, I guess maybe now that I have less fat on me and typically I make it anything between four, five, and, like four and five. So and my goal when I start to do a, a longer fast is that I always end when I feel hungry and I, it's not going away. So if I drink some water or something, it doesn't go away. That's when I stop. So because I, I don't fast for weight loss and I don't encourage anyone to fast for weight loss. The reason that I fast is for the autophagy and the apoptosis and just cell repair and getting my body to the best possible health condition that I can. And I encourage you guys to do the same thing. So if you're going to fast, um, when you start to feel hungry and drinking some water or like waiting a few minutes doesn't let that hunger subside. So your body's not happy pulling the fat from you and it starts to like push a bit more for you to go get food, then I suggest that you stop and you go get food. So I hope that this um, video helped you to learn a little bit more about me and to understand like, you know, first of all, how I got on this journey and that I do keto the way that I do keto. And you know, I think the most important thing about however you're gonna do keto is understanding the basic principles. If you understand that keeping five grams of carbs, like our body's able to do that safely in our bloodstream. And so eating more than 20 grams of carbs in any particular day is gonna jeopardize your ability of your body to keep it at five or less, and five, no, not less, to keep it at five and be safe you, you're putting yourself in that position where then if I eat more than that, I absolutely know that my body has to store some of that carb away as fat. So, and I think the other thing that this kind of video helps you to see is that you don't necessarily need to have special keto foods. You don't necessarily need to like spend hours in the kitchen. I very regularly spend half an hour or less in the kitchen making my meals. Now, again, that's because I decided to prioritize being with friends. I, d I decided to prioritize doing activities, you know, playing with my kid over like the food that I'm eating and make taking so much time to do that. So, um, so what else do I want to say? I want you guys to be able to live the life that you want to live happily and understand how keto is affecting you. So I hope this video was helpful. I hope it helped you to understand that everybody can do a ketogenic lifestyle. It's not that hard. I'm supposed to tag somebody at the end of this, right? So I don't really know a lot of people in the keto space because I'm relatively new. As I mentioned, I've only been doing this for a year and a half. So the person that I want to tag, I'm going to tag Sugarless Crystals because I haven't seen him answer these kind of questions and I do follow him. I want to thank you for watching Mind-Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I make these videos because I want you guys to understand that your mental health and physical health come together to create the overall sense of well-being. And today you learned a little bit about why I'm so happy and healthy. And I want to encourage you guys to feel the same and do the same. 
I love making these videos for you guys. Don't forget, I have a Patreon account. You can go to Patreon slash Violet Rivera. And uh, if you'd like to contribute to the production of some of these videos, that's where you'd be able to do it. Thanks for watching, guys. I'll talk to you very soon.